My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And it's the last episode of the month, so we all know what that means. <laughs> da 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 it's the what we're watching episode. It means how did January go by so fast? I know January already being over is wild. But uh, for January third, according to me, so just yeah, whatever. I know. Like yeah. January started like two days yeah. ago, right? Anyway, we, yeah. we all said Happy New Year just like yesterday. Yeah. And then <laughs> yada yada. Now we're here. Um, <laughs> so for anyone who's just joining us, who just happened to find us for the first time, welcome. Uh, welcome to the Nunas. The Welcome to your new life. Um, but what we're watching is the episode where each of us goes and tells us tells you what dramas we've been watching. And so maybe hopefully you can, if you're looking for a new recommendation of something to watch, we might have what you're looking for. Because between the four of us, we uh, consume, consume so many things. We definitely do. Uh, so this week, starting us off, Sky... What was something you watched? Um, so I'm actually evidently on a little bit of a costume kick on some of the dramas I'm watching. So I started Love Story for Illusion. Currently airing K-drama. Um, and I guess I should pull up things about it. That would be helpful. But it is over on Vicky as far as if you're looking for it. Um, as far as, like, why I wanted to grab it, it looked a little bit dark, it, the word assassin was somewhere, mm-hmm, double mm-hmm. personality, so, like, I was like, okay, that that's <laughs> enough. Plus, Park Ji-hoon is starring in it, and- He's so good. The, I don't even know yeah. if I've seen him in a full, like- I haven't watched a full-length drama with him in it, I don't think. But I've seen clips of him and other things. And so, like, I was very aware of his acting prowess. So I was like, yes. In a long wig, I I want to see what what this does. (laughs) But I always like double roles anyway. Like, I always love to see how people do double roles. So, um, amazing. amazing. I've caught up to... It's seven episodes are currently out. I've watched all seven. Mm -hmm. Uh... So, so good. Um, so, I really can't tell you that much, because, like, spoilers. But, he does, like, the female lead, you see, like, she is an assassin. That's a thing. Uh, and then you, you immediately see the backstory of the male lead character. And you mm. see, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed... Straight out of the gate, you see what caused this to happen for him. As opposed to a lot of shows, they'll be like, episode 12 is finally when it explains, like, what caused this man to be two people. Mm-hmm. Um, He's, such really... He's such a sweet boy. He's such a sweet boy. And the kid actor, so good. They're... So good. The, the, little, the little child character, like, he just wants to draw clothing and design clothing that is all he wants to do but he is the son of a really mean dude who Mm, wants to become king and 
pretty much his dad drags him to a massacre that he caused. And so the kid has a lot of trauma that happens. And there we, there we be for why he has to become kind of a darker version of himself, but it's not that, it's not like, Oh, bad, bad side goods. It's not very, it's not Jekyll Hyde. It's, Mm -hmm. and even the like, quote unquote, nice side, he's pretty grumpy. Like it's not Mm -hmm. that simple. It's, mm-hmm. So it's kind of even hard to describe the two personalities, but one personality even has a separate name, um, and pretty much when he goes to sleep, his other personality takes over, is the way a lot of it happens. And so a lot of times he tries to not sleep for days if he has to try to, like, get something done. Anyway, growing up in an environment where you have a really crappy dad who becomes king through bad stuff, like, Ooh. he hates Scabbity it. Scabbity stabs. So, yeah and then uh of course the girl you can guess the story there but she becomes an assassin wonder why hmm Mm. obvious reasons Mm. Uh, Mm. (laughs) and it's not not obfuscating these reasons like they're like here's the little girl like in the first scene it's like here's a little girl with a very happy, loving family. And so Scott is watching, it's like, I know you wanted to watch this, like, you should, you should start it. So I started it. And it was like, as soon as we saw, like, oh, look at these loving, like, oh, the general father and, like, general Oh, no. Being really sweet to their daughter. And I was like, Sky, are these people about to get murdered? And Sky was like, of course. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super murder, yeah. some may say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, very, very sad. Much murder, mm-hmm. like. Um, but like, it's great. I I can't give away a lot of it, but there's also a uh, shaman character who, when I say when I say changes genders, they actually change like actor and actress on this character like mm-hmm. and as the story it's, per, like there's it's, it's moments the same, that like it's like the same actor but suddenly they'll have a beard and then then they'll be back to uh, I'm, I'm gonna sure triple check because I've shaman yeah it's played oh. by Wong Suk Jung okay so she anyway she's killing it then uh <laughs> Because, like, looks like a completely different person. And even the voice. Like, she does such a good job on the voice. But, um, anyway, nothing's cut and dry. Everything's a mess. But it clicked along so fast. Like, that's what I want to say about a lot of times these fantasy (laughs) say cook type shows can really drag things on. It doesn't. It's like every happening is just so... To me, we're episode seven. I'm like, I don't know what else is going to happen because we've already pretty much checked off the boxes that I would have expected us to eventually get to. So, like, mm-hmm. to me, there's not much else to do. <laughs> so, well, I'm sure it's going to be interesting like to see. Be pulling something out. Well, yeah, like, something wild. but as far yeah. as like, quite often it's like, oh, the entire show would be, you know, machinations about ascension to throne or something, right? And that's sure. the entire show. But whenever you already barrel through that pretty quick, it's like, whoa, there's going to be some crazy... Because, like, if already a lot of crazy stuff happened with the personality changes and stuff, 
it's like, wow, we're going to really be pushing it later on in the show for like what would be, you know, what would be a episode 12 happening. Like, I can't even imagine what that's going to be now because it'll have to be really big. Um, great job. He does such a great job. She does a great job as well. Yeah. Uh, very emotional. I don't think I cried. Did I cry? I've been crying at a lot of them lately. I don't think I cried at that one. I guess. Or maybe maybe I'm just remembering the fact that Tell the Night Tale just made me weep endlessly at the last episode <laughs> and like I just extended that into everything else in my head. I'm not sure. Um But yes, love love song for illusion, which I like that title because to me it at least sounds a little different than other mm. titles. Like mm. the word illusion makes me think, okay, something's up with a character or something yeah um i really recommend it for people that like fantasy sago stuff if you if that's not your typical you have to at least be into like maybe the dual role thing isn't like maybe something you want to check out he does it really well like the his voice changes and i get so impressed with that stuff like the way people can change how they look out of their eyes in the mm. split second I, that just, like, blows my mind. So that's why I always enjoy seeing that. And he does a great job. And Natalia and I were talking about it on chat. And I was like, I was like, he can't miss. Like, he just really, I I think he's, like, in the Lee Jun school of just, like, idol actor who just, he can take any role and just, like, be insane in it. Yeah. And it just mm -hmm. is amazing. Like, you're just kind of in awe of how he does it. He's unbelievable oh. in every single thing i've seen him in like he's because like he was he was pretty good in weak hero class wasn't he like he was crazy in weak hero class like when i like unreal and then in um at a distance spring is green <laughs> like he's so good like he's incredible that's cool it's um, always fun to find those people yeah yeah and I, I really did appreciate the two personalities in his character, how they aren't just, like, black and white, and how it's actually mm. both sides of it are way more complex than that. And so it's easy to be like, oh, this is the bad guy. It's not that simple. Like, that's actually a very warm-hearted side of him. And then his, like, quote-unquote good side is just kind of more proper and a little more cold. So, like, it's, mm -hmm. not, as, it's not as easy as bad and cold and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So, like... I don't think I've ever seen that in a character of that level. So, highly recommended for people that like that type of thing. I know that, you know, Seigooks aren't for everybody, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and there, there, there be gore and death. That, that did happen. Yes. So. <laughs> that is, that's the way that goes. No. How about yeah. you, Amanda? Well, I have uh, officially entered my anime era yeah <laughs> uh my youngest got a subscription to crunchyroll for christmas so that we could watch the solo leveling anime that started up um and we decided since solo leveling's currently airing it's one episode a week that's a little mm -hmm. hard right so yeah we gotta make our money's worth so uh, what's the best way to make your money's worth? We're watching One Piece. That's yeah. <laughs> so we're about 200 episodes in. We're almost <laughs> to the end of the second season. 
Oh, perfect. Um, God, you got, listen, you got episodes to go, baby girl. Like, <laughs> it's so wild because you, you reach sort of the end and you're like, okay, this is clearly like the, you know, the final countdown of the, of mm-hmm. the arc, right? Yeah. And so you're like, do you think it's going to be four or five more episodes? Like, he's fighting the big boss right now, so four? I can drag that shit out. <laughs> like, it's, it's wild how these things will go, and but we're really enjoying it. Um, I think I was, like, on day two, I think we'd watched, like, 12 episodes or something, yeah. and mm-hmm. it was like, I was, you know that Brooklyn Nine-Nine meme of Rosa with her dog, and she's like, I've only if had him for a day and a half. I'm like, I've only had Luffy for a day and a half. But if anything happens, he's going to kill everybody. I'm killing all here, of you, right? then myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love this little baby. My little, he's Aww. such an idiot. He's so dumb, but he's so great. I love his, I love his attitude. Like his, just yeah. his sense of, no, you're, you're my friend, so you're one of my well i don't want to be a pirate but the, but i'm a pirate and you're my friend now and you're going to come on Sorry. my ship so i guess you're a pirate now and they're like but i don't want to do that and he's like no but i decided like yes. i oh, he adopts enough. all these little people that he's like no i just decided i need you and i like you so whoops come on in <laughs> and and like his attitude of just like he'll get into these terrible situations and you can't see how he's going to get out of it. And he's like, no, no, it's going to be fine. And they're like, how do you think this is going to be fine? He's like, well, I'm going to be the pirate king and I'm not the pirate king yet. So I obviously can't die right now. And you're like, okay, sweetie. Like, that's optimism that gets him through. Right? Like, Everything. He's very like, permanent. No, but okay. I will. And they're like, okay little boy because i mean he's like a 17 year old kid at this point right and it's like he's telling grown-ups about how he's i'm gonna be the pirate king and they're like sure you are kid you don't even have a boat you know like it's like but it's so good but it's also like and for me um you know you you see the memes you see the clips and all this stuff and it looks Mm -hmm. it looks really like goofy right and it is like it has very goofy silliness but it's also really dark at times and really deep like these kids i mean you've got this crew of kids and they have the darkest most tragic little backstories not all of them like a few of them are just sort of like normal level tragic and then you've got like (laughs) genocide and slavery and like and it's like Whoa. What was the tweet I saw the other day? It was like, you go into like season one Sanji and you're like, damn, like rough life having to, you know, he spent an island, like a month moored on the island. And then you find out that wasn't even top 10 of the shitty things that happened to him before he was 12. <laughs> and you're just like, jeez. It's just like, wow. Wow. You know, like you've got, you know, Nami and she's basically sold herself into slavery to save the lives of her village and stuff. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know, that's pretty intense when you're 12. Like, okay, good job, kid. Um so yeah, there's just a lot of like like I mean right now season 2 it's 
it, you you think you know what the bad guy is doing, right? He wants to take over the... And then it's like he reveals his big plan and you're like, this is so much worse than what I thought you were trying to do. <laughs> and like, everybody is like... <laughs> you watch all the characters have the exact same emotions you're having when they're like, what do you mean that's what you're trying to do? That's terrible. Like, please don't do a genocide. Genocide's He's bad. Like, I'm a villain, like, though. That's yeah. what the villain be doing, you know? So... Yeah, so we're very much enjoying it. We're probably going to slow down a little bit now because he's back in school. So, you know, we had a couple of weeks there of holidays where we could just binge away, knit and Mm -hmm. watch and, you know, but now it's like one or two episodes a day. So we have to, you know. Mm So you'll, you'll have good entertainment for like the next six years or so is what right. I say. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Consistent. So yeah. One, one, yeah. Consistent one piece. You won't be bored. <laughs> no. How long are the episodes usually? Like, like 20, 25 20 minutes, something. something like that. Yeah. Like there's a big chunk at the beginning and a big chunk at the end of, you know, as they do. Opening credits. Epic, yeah. epic anime opening credits. Da, da, Which, da, da, da. Like yeah. when we're... <laughs> Sometimes we'll just take like the tablet into the kitchen mm-hmm. in the morning and watch an episode while we're having breakfast or something. And the app on the tablet lets you, you know, skip the intro and all yeah. that, right? The Roku will not let you do that. No. <laughs> so you've got to, uh, okay. Listen, <laughs> like, listen, with animes, each season gets new opening and end That's credits. true. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes even mid season. And so, sometimes like, you with animes, the, the like, the opening credits is such a good song that you're like, mm, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm gonna say what, what I love thing. about anime opening credits is often they're so much more dramatic yes. than like the show, <laughs> the as next, well, and you're just like, the next scene that actually opens the episode. Like, it's like, yeah, love <laughs> eating breakfast, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, it's oh. like they really put their whole anime. like, their, yeah, you know, animatusi into making this opening <laughs> credit. You know what I mean? Like they're really selling it. Yeah. So yeah. So. We're enjoying it. We're having fun, and I am, I am sold. I am nice. A, a, cool. a One Piece fanatic. So you're like, I'm in. I'm in the fandom now. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I, I have been looking I'm up after the One Piece on Ao3. Ao3. I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm headed to the Grand Line, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, did you watch? Have you watched the Netflix movie? I yet? have not watched that yet. So, I didn't know where good. you started. Yeah, so you're starting in the anime. It'll be nice to like transfer it's, over. It is weird because so many people right now who are getting into One Piece are getting there because they started yeah. with you know with the Netflix, and so I feel like I'm for the time that I'm getting into it doing it the- wrong, you know, almost. <laughs> but like, eh, this is how we're how we're doing it, so. I really like the, oh. the live action Netflix version. I thought I've it was heard very so well many done. good things about it. Yeah. So, like it, I find like a lot of like live action of animes. They forget that anime is fun. Yeah. And so like the shows are just like dark and sad because like they focus on the dark sad stuff in anime, which anime is also full of. But the One Piece was just like, what if it was goofy and fun still? While still being dark, but also yeah. right, which is exactly silly and fun the because the anime the- is silly and fun. Yeah, yeah, like the. I mean, you've got people, you know, talking animals and yeah, a giant Fish people duck, and, and, yeah. you know, like it, it, banana gators. Like it, it, <laughs> it's 
it's true. Yeah. Take itself too seriously. But no, then all no. of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's very, very serious. And you're like, okay. You're like, oh, oh, wait, so geez, okay. Like, oh, my. Somehow, the way that it's all put together, it's still cozy. Like, it's a, yeah. I would call it a cozy anime. Like, it, it, mm-hmm. it's, it feels good even when it feels terrible. Like, you're like, this yeah. is terrible. But, I know but, that Luffy is not the Pirate King, so this is all oh, going to be Therefore. There are a bazillion and a half episodes after this. Therefore, yeah. there has to be some <laughs> semblance he, of character. Yeah, and he is the main character, though in so, anime that's not always good. It can <laughs> go all, like astray at any time, but... <laughs> pretty solid you know yeah. I, i'm good for another 800 or so episodes at yeah. least right <laughs> you and the, you're, you're a straw hat now you and the yeah. straw hats venturing together yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> lovely and lovely. then you can start Love reading them Ooh, my yeah. son just did he just picked up yes. the first book at the library today so he's been <laughs> like cakes were made he's reading one punch and he's reading um, oh, One Punch is good. One and, Punch like, is good. Yeah. You know, Bleach and yeah, I'm glad that we're doing the like Jesse's high school classics. I know. <laughs> Same. He's Same. starting out with the his kids, the kids like, are classmates right. at school are like, oh, you should watch Death Note. And I'm like, no, you shouldn't no, watch Death, Death Note. Death Note, boo. That's Don't not... watch Death Note, boo. No. They're 12. And, I mean, like, I like Death Note. Death Note. Yeah, so like, okay, Death Note. I'm like, get you those know, mid-90s like, classics yeah. done first. Yeah, and yeah. Then... you should. I don't know. Like, you should watch some Tenchi Muyo. No, don't watch Tenchi Muyo. I'm going to keep that myself. Tenchi listen. You know, besides, there's too many, like, Women breasting boobily in Tenchi Muyo for So, like, save that one. Yeah, yeah I think that's like for high school son. He's doing a good job of sort of seeing something, going, okay, I'll give this an episode or two. Nope, that's not for me. And moves to the next one. Like, he's just, he's mm-hmm. not sticking with something he hates and he's not, mm-hmm. you know, not worried about it. And I'm like, that's good. Sounds good. Just okay. enjoy yourself, kid. Get your money's worth out of your, yeah. you know, yeah. present. So, shout out to my sister because that was a great birth or Christmas that present. Was, so, yeah. Was great Not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. How to set a kid on a certain entertainment path? Yeah. <laughs> she really did. And Crunchyroll's got a lot of good stuff. So, like, That's a lot true. of good oh, yeah. stuff they for all ages. Don't yeah. have a lot, but there are some J dramas on there. Yeah. So, true. that's yeah. where cherry magic is. It's and they have little another little J uh, drama that's a little BL that's about kids yeah. and they're like a band members or whatever. Yeah. So. And the yeah. no, that's gonna be on Gagula. Never mind. Well, never mind. <laughs> well, the cherry magic <laughs> anime is gonna be yeah, on Gagula. Oh yeah. <laughs> cool. So. And right, Jesse, what are you watching? Um, let's talk about LTNS, or, um, can I say this since we're on YouTube now? <laughs> a long time no sex. Um, it is a currently airing, although sadly, it's only six episodes long, so by next week it's done, so. Lame. 
whatever. No. Um, it's a drama starring Isam and An Jae Hong. Um, a central premise of the show is that they are both a couple. They're married, and the bedroom's a little non-existent now. They've been a- together for a very long time, and um, through things that happened, which it's not like spoilers, but it all only six episodes. It kind of feels like things that happened in the first episode is spoilers. But through things that happen, they essentially stumble upon because they are very much um, living kind of paycheck to paycheck. They both, he um, owns a taxi. She works at a hotel. They own a house, but interest rates are high and they're very worried about things. So they're doing kind of like poorly in the financial thing. And through things that happen, they kind of stumble upon a lucrative business that they make. Um, by um, blackmailing people who are cheating on their uh, significant others. Um, So (laughs) it is them kind of like doing stakeouts in the taxi cab and (laughs) following people and then being like, hey, here's all the evidence. We will give this to your significant other um, if you don't pay us money. Um, It is really good. I enjoy it. I think it won't be for everyone, obviously, the subject matter. Mm Um, is not going to be for everyone. It's also very much not for kids um, because you Mm -hmm. definitely see people in acts um, and there's very detailed descriptions of sexual acts. So like if that's something that you are not into or you are not of age, definitely don't watch this. I'm watching it on Vicky. um, But I think it's like a really interesting plot and you have that kind of development of like their their marriage is not like so terrible that it's like you sense that they're going to get divorced. It's just like the weight of the world and just the weight of being with someone for that long with the world Mm -hmm. and finances and stuff happening. It's kind of made it kind of boring and they've gotten like very complacent in where they are. Um, But like, you see the kind of like difference they are once they start like picking up in this like, you know, scheme that they're doing. And they they do go full on, like they like hide themselves. They have like big cameras that they like take out to take pictures, hiding behind buildings, pretending they're delivery men to like drop off things. Like the money gets dropped off at weird places all the time so they can get it picked up and stuff. Uh, So it's got a lot of fun to it. I will say that also um, it might not be for everyone because I don't find it boring, but I, I have heard rumblings that people kind of find it boring. Um, but I, I just like am interested in the story. And I think the two of them together are really fun together. Because mm-hmm. it's very much playing how she normally plays, which is probably who she is in real life very (laughs) domineering and like you know just like there's a like a perfect scene so they're like they're sitting in the living room and they're watching the news and they're talking about like all these people who are like having to like add on all these different jobs because like the interest is so high and they can't keep afford like they can't afford life and stuff and she's eating like her rice in her bowl while he's sitting in a chair sewing a button and then he just hands her the shirt because it's his shirt or her shirt that he's sewing the button on (laughs) for and like so that's right yeah he's like you know kind of like goofy and like you know they're very much like opposites attract type 
Like he's definitely Love not it. like as, you know, extroverted and stuff as her. And they, they just work really well. And I think acting wise, they're working really well. I think it's an interesting, like just setup of things. And it also kind of just shows kind of like just real life things essentially. I mean, like not everyone's going to like blackmailing the cheaters, but <laughs> yeah. like it is like, it is kind of like showing like the kind of realness of like things that happen and like the outside world being kind of the reason why sometimes it's mm. like affecting your relationship. And it's not necessarily because it's you or like you yeah. weren't compatible. It's just like everything like just kind of snowballs in and just you know kind of creates those things and then you also see that through the people who are you know cheating on their significant others too so you kind of mm. see the variations of that um when i was looking up earlier i found out that the screenwriter is the same screenwriter um and director for persona which is a little like okay. indie with IU, the like four story, yeah. three story one, we did an episode on it when it came out. It came out like 2018, 2019. So it's oh been a while. God, yeah. Um, So like the first season of it, I know that the second season just, or the second season special just came out. Um, But it like makes sense that it's the same writer yeah. too. Like it does have kind of that feel. It's not like super like indie feel, but it just has mm. that kind of realness level to the show on a whole um so i definitely think if it's like something you're kind of interested in checking it out especially since it's only going to be six episodes yeah. and by like next week we are we'll be entering in the last week of episodes because they do two a week um and so mm -hmm. it's going to be an easy watch um and then like i mean like isam's so great like you should always like watch her yeah. things too so there's always that going for you but yeah watch ltns oh, Natalia. Sounds fun. Okay. So I do this thing where it's like, I'll have all these shows that I mean to watch, but like, there's only so much time the day and then I'll forget to watch them. And then suddenly something will remind me and I'll go and like watch it and realize, damn, I should have really watched this back when I first meant to watch it because mm -hmm. it's absolutely incredible. And that happened to me with a drama from 2022 that I watched, I think a week and a half ago, uh, called The Killer's Shopping List. Not to be confused with A Shop for <laughs> Killers, the currently airing <laughs> one. Uh -huh. Different show, though it's based on a book that's written by the same author who wrote the book that oh. A Shop for Killers is based on. But The Killer's Shopping List is a crime comedy drama uh, starring Kwang Soo, uh, but not playing the ham up character necessarily which he oh, plays he was so good at those so non comedy a good actor he plays a sad sack okay he's an absolute sad sack whose mom owns a convenience store and back when he was a kid um he and his mom caught a uh counterfeiter um and the counterfeiter vowed revenge against them <laughs> okay. um which and has been tormenting them at this convenience store for years, um, which has driven Kwang Su a little PTSD, okay? Like, he's, he's a little PTSD. But the other thing to know about his character is that he has a bit of an eidetic memory, not for, like, faces or people that he meets, but if he reads something, he remembers it. 
but despite this has failed the public civil service uh, exam multiple times and is ready to give up. And he, so he's like, mom, I'm giving up. And she's like, well, you're useless anyway. So I don't really care. His girlfriend's a cop and his girlfriend's like, you're so just, you're a sad sack with no ambition in life. And my parents will never approve of you. You need to get some ambition in life or we can't do anything. So he's like, mom, please let me work at the store again. And she's like, fine, but you're on probation. So, <laughs> so he's that's sad. Gro- yeah, I know. He's working at this grocery store that's like staffed by this delightful, charming cast of characters. And there's all these regulars that come in, you know, like, and so he begins to like befriend all of these regulars that come in because he always remembers everything that they buy because he has like a crazy memory. And then a woman is murdered. Okay. Meanwhile, also the counterfeiter who is like in his fifties is also pretending to be an 80 year old man with like a fake beard and like (laughs) tormenting him. And he's known as the nunchuck grandpa because he sits in the park and practices nunchucks all the time. (laughs) Cause this is like part of his like plan for revenge. Um, Is that supposed to be comedic? It's it's definitely (laughs) supposed to be comedic. Um, He's played by like, uh, he's played by Jang Wan Young who always like, if you look up who that is, like, you'll know immediately the vibe of the character that he's, that he's like, see, that's the characters he plays. So he and this counterfeiter that he doesn't realize is the counterfeiter yet, find a dead body. This woman has been murdered. And they're like, oh, shit. But then he starts to notice that another woman who has been stalked is being stalked and the stalker is leaving things in their convenience store's bags at her house. And so she's at like the end of her rope and then she gets murdered too. And then he begins to notice that like there's certain things that were used in these murders that are sold at his convenience store. So he begins to like investigate the murders himself um, by using, like, trying, because he's convinced that either someone who works at the store or someone who shops regularly at the store is the murderer. Um, and that's all I can say about the plot, <laughs> because otherwise it's giving up way too much. Um, this show was so good. I was actually shocked at how good it was. And also, for all y'all out there, I don't want to say who it is, okay? But let's just say there's some actual, positive, real, everyone's real cool about it trans representation in this show. Oh, wow. Did not see coming. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, there's a character who then, you know, I don't want to say which character, but, like, comes mm-hmm. out as trans. And then the you, you would think, like, the mom who's, like, you know, in her 60s would, like, and she's like, who hasn't wanted to be a woman? <laughs> you know, like, who am I to say what you do with your life? Anyway, like, really good show. Um, he's so good. Like, Kwang Su, I, re- listen, I was talking with Scott, not to, I was talking with Jesse about this because I was like, this show is incredible. But I was like, you know what I really want, though? I really want Kwang Su 
to play just a straight up romance lead. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I want him to be like the domineering CEO, and it's yeah. not like hammed up because people like to pretend like he's not suave and charismatic. Like, which is ridiculous. Yeah, he, he, is. Is. he doesn't always have to play either sad sacks or comedic comedic characters. I think he allow could him like, to be a tall drink of water because he could totally do he it. Could Absolutely, do it. yeah. yeah. Could, like, listen, he, he while he doesn't have like the you know Korean beauty standards face, he's got the charisma. He can riz y'all up, and we know, and it. he can <laughs> act like so. He can it act works a good out. actor. Um, and he was in full force in this one, and it is really good um it does get there are some trigger warnings for people that i will warn people about um child abuse is one uh there is blood and uh murder obviously it's there's many real killers um yeah uh it's really nice it's a really good show um so good it's it was on my list and then I never got around to it and kind of just Yeah. Fell you off. should. You but I should. think I am it's... gonna move it up and like, try to watch I it. Gave especially it a I just saw out of 10. It's like eight episodes, so it's a little bit shorter. Yeah, it's not episode. even that long. Yeah. Yeah. And I gave it a nine point five out of ten because oh. I nine point five out of ten wow. enjoyed it. You know? Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so that's on that's on uh Vicky for anyone looking to uh, watch eat. Oh and then you earlier you saw that the screenwriter Yeah. Yes. The screenwriter also wrote the ghost detective. If you're wondering Which like, oh, are they gonna pair like really heartfelt moments and make you really feel for these yes they are okay <laughs> like i didn't go into this thinking i was gonna be like oh, oh my god so why but yes i was perfect i loved it i loved it i loved it it was good it was good awesome sky what else have you been putting your peepers upon so i will say I'm going to talk about this one because I know Natalia is also watching it. Uh, Marry My Husband. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) So, currently airing on Amazon Prime, as far as where to find it. um, We have eight episodes out as of this recording. Mm -hmm. I have watched like seven and a half of the episodes. I haven't quite quite caught up. But... uh, it's a good time. It is. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it is so fun starting out for sure. Uh, though I guess it really wasn't that fun. It was pretty sad at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as what it's about, um, and this is not spoilers. This is like first half of the first incident. episode. Yeah. Um, Parkman Young's character uh, has cancer. I'm trying to remember. What kind? What kind of cancer does she have? I don't think it really goes into anyway. Um, yeah. it was some digest like anyway. Uh, so stayed like she's terminal, and she figures out like her husband's not being very supportive. You figure out he's a big jerk, pretty abusive, all types of stuff, real bad. Uh, but it sure looks like her best friend is like the only one there for her. In her hour of need in the hospital and stuff, right? And, oh, you're the only one that's here for me, all that stuff. 
Um, but then you see the best friend goes back home to the husband while Parkman Young's character is in the hospital dying. <laughs> so uh, Parkman Young's character goes and sees that happening because she gets kicked out of the hospital because her husband hasn't paid the hospital bill. Wow. And he's a real piece of shit. Like, I just literally he's a bad guy. The couple from LTNS is what (laughs) Yes. I mean, I feel at least she does do some things on her own, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) He's on So then, (laughs) like, she, before she reveals that she's there, sees them in the act, essentially, and overhears them talking about killing her. Like, not only do they want her to die faster, he, where did all the money go? He put it on insurance pretty much on, like, whatever this cancer insurance thing was. I don't know. But essentially, they just want her to die faster so he can get more money. And, you know, she can be replaced by the best friend and all this stuff. And so, eventually Parkman Young's character reveals her, you know, I'm there, you know, gets mad, yells at them, all these things. And they fight back and they don't. They don't be apologetic on any front. Mm-hmm. Put, mm. Dude pushes her. She lands on a glass table. and she, she was already of very ill health. But she passes away. Like you assume, kind of. Except for, wait, she doesn't. She gets thrown back to 2013. Isekai'd. She gets isekai'd <laughs> back to her, like, her life. Boom. She is at the office with her... Not quite yet. Fiance. Like, are they fiancés then? They're dating. They're dating. They're dating. They haven't quite, mm-hmm. like, he, he hasn't officially proposed. But they're like an office couple. And the best friend is also, like, contract employee while she is, while the Parkman Young's character is more of a assistant manager level. All in the same marketing department, including with the boyfriend. So, like, they're all right there working together. And so she... She immediately hops back into this and is just, of course, terrified. Because, like, hello, this dude just killed you and now he's being sweet. Like, what? Mm-hmm. And you're at work. Um, so that's how you start off. And, like, that, that'll that hook you pretty good. But then suddenly, there's this, like, general manager guy. <laughs> Duh. Who... Just right off the bat, like, the first scene where when she comes into her... 2013 and she is of course more and so she can't cover up that she is just terrified physically like recoiling from her boyfriend at work um so she's like trying to get away from him and she's just really scared and like an accident happens and like the general manager like saves her from this boiling water there's just and he's a dream this character is not (laughs) real (laughs) he's too much and he he's not even like after her in any fashion during the whole first second episode any of that stuff he's she just looks so scared and like she's having a really bad moment in time and she's like fleeing the building and he goes after her to make sure that his worker isn't going to go really have a bad time and so like picks up her shoe behind her and like really is like are you okay like just really so from then on, you're just sold on this guy of like just being a compassionate human, but then he just keeps being like the kindest individual ever. 
(laughs) Despite the fact that, like, she is acting really, really crazy. And he's just, like, really understanding of that. And you're like, Mm -hmm. why is he being so nice? Uh, I can't tell you a lot of the rest of the stuff there. But, like... (laughs) Why indeed? (laughs) Why indeed? But, um... It's really... And then you even get flashbacks. I mean... So... I love time travel type stuff. Natalia loves Isekai. Um, I'm I'm so down with the show. It comes out on Monday and Tuesday, and literally I wake up, like, like it posts at nine at nine a.m. my time on Prime, and I wake up. My husband brings me a cup of tea, and then I just open my iPad <laughs> and click play because I'm like I can't do anything else in my day before I enjoy. It. The newest episode of this show. <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, and you also have uh, the idol guy in it. What was his name? Oh yeah, from um. Oh yeah, uh, from Circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Lee Kwong. Oh yeah, yo yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. He's... yeah. Love him. He plays a chef. I saw it once on a TikTok and I was like, I need to tell Natalia. And I was like, wait a minute. Is she watching this? I, I, I already do. No, it's... It, he, he plays a former classmate of Parkman Young's character. It's like, oh no, he's cute. <laughs> oh no. Like, I love it. I love it. Everything about this show is absolutely perfect like i don't i have no criticisms of it whatsoever it's killing it i guess it didn't get into the fact that like what of course this is a very fantastical plot all these things Mm -hmm. however the way they do show this boyfriend being horrific and like Mm. financially abusive too emotionally like just physically abusive a little bit so like trigger warnings all around i mean Mm -hmm. i've obviously said enough like if you can't handle some of that probably don't watch the show but the way they show all the emotions that park Young's character goes through in dealing with him even as she time travels back to still deal with the stuff very realistic like they do a very Mm. a very good compassionate job at that and they show her side of how to how she ended up in those situations and how it's like not her fault that she is having even not that they go in detail about like the the financial abuse but they even kind of talk about how like she wants to leave the situation immediately when she when she gets back in time right how do you do that though if he already has his mitts in all of your accounts and you've already given him all this money and you don't have near enough to go move or something like you you can't just pick up and leave like this is going to have to be a longer process of how to and he's he also he's the type that if you say the words break up he won't do it to so like it's not that simple um so and the way that's all portrayed does not feel like you know they're not poking fun it's very it's handled very Mm -hmm. well and it's very realistic so that's what that's what kind of like grounds the entire so there's that and then you have like also work projects and how that's very important to her and how she kind of remembers oh yeah back in 2013 I had ideas and I was like my own person and Mm -hmm. I had ambition and I didn't Mm -hmm. get to pursue that 
because I eventually got married and then I had to like put all that aside essentially I she kept working back then but like she didn't get to do the things that she wanted in that and so she kind of you see her reignite her fire of refinding herself even within because she she doesn't she can't immediately get out of this horrific relationship but like she refines mm-hmm. some stuff and then of course you get a little makeover moment with a cute little new <sighs> friend that she has yes. nice. and i think the cute little new friend is also sh- she's really sweet and funny and she's very mm-hmm. like um very extroverted and that helps Park Min young's character who's very introverted mm-hmm. have a sense of security with somebody you know outside of the mm-hmm. two people that are closest to her that are horrific to her and killed her <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> kind of this new character that she obviously in the past hadn't connected that much with. So, like, she mm-hmm. chooses to connect with this younger uh, co-worker and super sweet and then eventually is like, oh, you're going to a class reunion? We are going to go get you dolled up. And it's just like, oh, Shandy! which, like, yeah. when you've it's... seen this character be in so much pain in the hospital by herself, like, mm-hmm. and, and you can yeah. tell she hadn't kept herself up or ever bought herself new clothes she always bought the boyfriend and the husband all the fancy things like he always took Mm -hmm. all the nice stuff Mm -hmm. and so someone that's been so abused to finally like even give herself anything uh so it was like that's why it's so fun like you see you get a lot of funny moments too because of course you get some rom-com levels to it but i really do think Mm -hmm. there is a lot of serious with yeah the crap that she's dealing with so and so also, would you call it a rom com, or is it more like a mellow or a Jang or like where it's would they all the of... things? I will say <laughs> it's if a you revenge don't, drama. It's a revenge drama. It's a mellow revenge drama. I think is what I would call yeah, it. Okay. Uh, so I would. It I would say the darker than like yeah. perfect marriage revenge. Like it's absolutely it's definitely got a darker vibe than that one. Yeah. Like the the comedy really only centers around kind of that one that one sweet character that gives the makeover. Like she's kind mm-hmm. of the little bit of funny that you have, but even that it's within kind of the bounds of work and stuff a little. Uh but that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like it's it's actually a pretty dark show. Mm. And yeah, she she's really trying to get revenge for everything that occurred. Um But then you have this nice dude character who's just, he's the sweetest. And he's even, not real. He's not real. Well, like, of course not he's not. Real. But, like, he's really not real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I messaged Natalia. I wish I could remember what I said. But it was very much like, this guy, like, oh my goodness. Like, I didn't. It was really funny. He's too much. <laughs> he's too much. He's too perfect. But listen, it's, it's, it's all good. But he, yeah. and he even just has like a boss. It's like, what type of boss is this? Like, really taking care? Like, what? <laughs> what type of guy is will uh, chase down your like former classmate guy for you, even though you didn't anyway? Just, <laughs> what is that about? Okay, yeah, that when you're, when, they never explicitly say, "Hey, he's a cat dad." But they show you he's a cat dad. His fancy apartment. Not only do you just have some cat accoutrements, you have like a wall that is installed with these customized jungle gym yeah, stuff. I yeah, love like those. stylish. And it's just like, 
oh, this cat owns this apartment. I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. <laughs> mm-hmm. The show is so good. You should you should watch it if you're not watching it already. Like it's really enjoyable. I do I do think yeah. I think you do have to be in the right headspace to pick it up, though, because you do yeah. have to. Exp- they show the like the things that happen to her right at the beginning, so mm-hmm. you have to be in the right headspace for that. Sure. Uh, but it it's very like yes, give me more. Perfect. So, how about you, Amanda? Um, I just started a new C drama yesterday. Um, it's called Our Interpreter. And it is about a girl who is a genius, translator, interpreter. Of course. Um, Of course. Because you can't just be a regular one. You have to be a genius, whatever you do, right? Um, She is very, very good at her job. You see her. She knows how to, like, throw the idioms in and, and, you know, stuff like that. She's not. Mm -hmm. she, She just feels like she's having a conversation, which is excellent and she works in business fields she's highly sought after um and she's been asked to come do this last minute job because somebody else has gotten sick and they're friends with this company so her company is like you know what we will lend you our best she can come in and and help you out and everything and um she gets there and it's her ex-boyfriend that she broke up with years ago who is bitter very very bitter um she you know walks up and goes hi this is the first time i've ever met you nice to meet you i'd love to work with you and he's sort of staring at her like okay so um he is a software genius because of course uh he has created a translator ai system so he's doing a big press conference to reveal his new software and how fantastic it is and how it's gonna you know replace human translators someday and all this stuff and she's like oh good let me (laughs) (laughs) hi buddy you're so bitter you're so bitter that you want to ruin my career i got it okay wonderful um so like down to the point where during this press conference he basically um has a race like like just spur of the moment she has no idea this is coming and he's like okay we're gonna translate um ancient chinese poetry which is notoriously difficult to translate well and on the fly and see who does it fastest right well, of course, his his software does it the fastest, but she takes a moment. She doesn't try to race. She just thinks it over, and then she she translates. And, I mean, the room is full of a bunch of reporters, but also, like, reporters who are involved in translation work and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so they understand what goes into it. And they're all like, she was a few seconds slower, but she came up with poetry like she yeah. she gave us poetry so this is a much better translation and he's like give me time i will get there he's a dick like he's just he's, he's <laughs> terrible but what the sort of saving grace is that her sidekick best friend is this guy who is like 
knows about their past because they all went to high or college together. And he's like, mm-hmm. you two were inseparable. Like for a year, two years, you absolutely inseparable. I went away to do like military service. I come back. You've broken up. You hate each other's guts. You won't talk. What happened? And she's like, um, he was lazy and whatever. And she just has this like rope thing that she says every time. Like he mm-hmm. was lazy and he didn't have any ambition. And so I had to, right. Mm-hmm. Now in the, um, like the thing on when you look up the drama, it tells you that she broke up with him eight years ago because her mother basically told her she had to, because she had to pursue this one line of career. She has to go to, you know, this school and this, you know, do all this stuff so she can achieve the goal of being a UN translator, because that's the Mm -hmm. pinnacle of success. You have to be a UN translator. I, you know, I never got there, but your grandfather was a UN translator and we have to strive to, you know, match grandpa kind of thing. So she broke up with him. Basically, like I've watched like two episodes. Basically, she broke up with him because he didn't get into the grad school that was close to the grad school that she had to go to in order to, you know, pursue her dream. And he's like, but I got into this like equally excellent grad school. It's just like not in the same city. And she's like, nope, nope, you didn't try hard enough. I guess you're just, you know, not good enough. And she, right, because she can't, she has to make him not want her anymore kind of thing because she wants him. So if, if he has any sense of why she's, breaking up with Mm -hmm. him she knows he'll just hang on so he's kind of got a reason to be bitter like you know but so she's telling this to the best friend and he's like yeah i don't buy that i know you i know him that's a lie are you gonna tell me the truth she's like that is the truth and i am sticking by it he's like okay yeah sure um and meanwhile the ex his like right-hand woman is similar. She knows all the different details of their past. She wasn't part of their life at that time, but he has confided these things in her. And he, so she's like, so are we done now? Have you got it out of your system? Can we go back to working (laughs) now? And like, and he's like, nope, I'm going to do some more. And she's like, that's very mature of you, sweetie. I very, very happy to call you my business partner. Wonderful. Um, so it's kind of nice. They're not setting it up, I don't think, for like the besties to get together. That's not like this. Mm-hmm. They kind of seem like they're setting it up for like her bestie to wind up with her her cousin who feels very, very young compared to them. And it just is kind of like, all right, I guess. I mean, she's an adult. She's gone to college. She's an adult. It just she feels young, you know, and you're like, mm-hmm. eh. and he's her boss. And you're like, eh. oh, yeah. And like, <laughs> I think what they've indicated is he injured himself like 10 years ago. He injured himself rescuing a bunch of like high school kids or something from the wood. <sighs> like, do we have Does to Does that have... make it better? <laughs> <laughs> These are the classics, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> 
So cool. But um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's really good. They had some really good discussions about what makes good translation. What's the mm. difference between translation and interpretation? Um, and it, like, will machines ever be able to be as good as a person? Um, they could be faster, but will they be as competent? And so there's really good conversations that way. Unfortunately, there's also a lot of like AI is the future kind of nonsense mm -hmm. that I'm like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, AI existed to like make people's lives better. That's one thing, but. Yeah. And like, so they show you know, he, sh they show like a flashback he had of how great his, his software worked compared to the translating software that is on the market these days, because this mm -hmm. woman is at a hot hotel and she's trying to, you know, converse with the, the concierge. And it's like, it's just coming out a jumble of words that don't make any sense. And she's like, I just don't understand. And then he uses his software and it helps. And you're like, you see how, yes, obviously you can't just carry, you can't you know, hire a translator to, to walk yeah. around with you all the time. This is useful. Oh. But then, you know, he has to go in further and it's like, but there are times when you need somebody who is can on the fly interpret what you mean, not just the words that you're saying. Mm. Right. Mm. And uh, yeah, like his big, he, his big example that I was just like, Oh, this, if this is what the drama is going to be, I'm going to have to probably walk away. Cause it's so annoying was he gives this big conference and he's talking about how great technology is, how awesome AI is like, this big company was doing a documentary and they searched and searched for the right, you know, voiceover person to do it. But they, you know, the only voice they could think of that they wanted was this famous actor who had died three years earlier. And, you know, mm. and, they, and so we were able by gleaning his past work, we were able wow. to have him no. three years after his death. Well, it's been fun. Get <laughs> up. They, they twist it. You know, he says, and we were able to give his family this wonderful memory. It was like, no, you like reanimated his millions of dollars. That's then. not a cozy memory. Like. So we'll see. It's a thirty-six episode drama. So like, but but it's Victoria song. It's so so freaking Victoria so from good. FX. Like so I had seen pictures it. of it. I just didn't know the name of the drama. Yeah. So it, like, I I really like it. Like I I've, I've watched about three episodes now. I'm I'm enjoying it. They just need to stop but the I can see that would be one of those C dramas where you watch about maybe twenty episodes and then you're like, "Yep, that was enough. I'm I'm good." <laughs> It'll so. probably be very. Look, this is how real life interpreters can still have a job and be hand in hand with this marvelous AI. That's gonna be yeah. like, Bleh. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. For the glory of China, AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not pro AI. I don't know if anyone's picking no. this up. Uh, <laughs> we figured it out. Yeah, very <laughs> anti-current use of AI. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> I, you know, it, I, I, and I it, don't know. It seems like they're doing a good job with it. I was talking to friend of the podcast, Annie, who is a translator, and saying, you know, asking her, and she's like, I need to be in the right headspace or else I'm worried I'll, like, tear the whole thing apart, right? Because mm -hmm. that's, like, a lot of people, you know, doctors who watch medical dramas are like... I have to. I have to just mm -hmm. stop. Right Always, now. if I if I'm watching a drama and if there happens to be a hospital scene, I'm like, "Hey!" And I'll get my husband <laughs> in the room. I'm like, "Hey, look at this. How's it I going?" Mean, I, I do it every time there's theater stuff. They never get it right ever, ever. Right. You know what? <laughs> and Angela's like, "The air, the air thing's not even hooked up." <laughs> like, yeah. it's not. Like, to, to be honest, like. The sad sack life of the graphic designer is usually pretty accurate and portrayed, not gonna lie. If they get one career right, it's too hard. They get, they're, just like, they're like, oh, clients with unreasonable demands that make no sense and just sitting at a computer crying? Accurate. Accurate. So, yeah. So, so far, so good. We'll see. How about you, Jesse? Um, so I started the Thai slasher horror drama dff um also known as dead friend forever um i am only two episodes in but i think as of this point there's only five episodes out maybe mm -hmm. six came out today i don't remember um it's one a week airing so i'm not worried about catching up because it's gonna take so long anyway so it's like fine um but the essential premise of the show is this group of guys who go out um, to hang out at a house that is conveniently very far away from anyone who, like, ever lives around the area and has no cell service and completely secluded, and they don't have any person to drive them off the property because the uncle has driven them all on the property and it's gonna just left them there so that they can have their fun times at this house. I mean like like everyone the would do. The classic yeah. papers of a slasher. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they they spend a lot of time together and one of the things that they like to do is they like to make horror films. And so that's kind of like very mm -hmm. present in it. So like a lot of the time is like them making the horror films or just like watching old ones that they made or like clips that they've like um recorded in the past and at the night of the like first night that they're supposed to be there I'm, i think they're only supposed to be there like the one night and then leave the next day or something like that but that like night um how do I describe it without like spoiling it? Something happens with one of the guys. Um, very serious. He may have been like being chased by someone and may have run into something when he was out in the forest. So think Ooh. about it. Okay. Yeah, just use your imagination. Sure. You can figure out what went down. Horribly. Find him and are like, well, we can't get any service. We can't even walk to a hospital. Nobody's going to come by. We have to basically keep this friend alive until the next day when the uncle's coming back. And that sets up a whole thing where they're trying to figure out what is going on because weird things start to happen. They start to get the sense they are being targeted by someone or something. They don't know what's going on. They are questioning things. They're questioning 
their movie they're questioning like if they see things in the background of some of their recordings if like that's the person who is it why are they there um and then just kind of madness it ascends each episode mm-hmm. um remember this <laughs> this show is called dead forever i just want to make that clear um yeah i also kind of wanted to talk about this not just because i was like trying to find like talk about things because i'm watching a lot of like airing stuff or like a lot to me um but i have seen it floating around labeled as a bl and i'm going to stop you i need to stop you there because the people who are watching going to watch because it's a bl and because they their person is in this show mm-hmm. are not the same people who can be watching this show. Mm-hmm. So I will Does gay say, stuff happen? Yes. Yes. But that's just like Ugh. Yeah. But here's the thing. While it is very clear they do not have a lot of money, that does not mean gore doesn't happen. Now mm-hmm. Think about gore on a budget, and maybe you can watch that. But, like, this is a full-on slasher. If you think of, like, normal things that really gruesome things that happen in normal slashers, this drama has that. So that is why I don't think the average BL watcher should be watching this drama. Now, granted, it, it is kind of, it's, like, not done supposed to be cheesy. It's just cheesy because it is low budget and things that should be spurting blood are not spurting blood um but like it still is a horror it is set up to be a horror it wants to be a horror there's no like it's pretending like it is anything but a horror so i want like people going into this to know that because i know a lot of people also it doesn't matter if they can see at see the like actual gruesomeness if you see the act of something happening it's still triggering to you. So I just want very clearly, like, do not come into this if you are not prepared for gore, even if it's not, like, executed as well as it possibly could. Yeah. I, that's not me saying bad things, and it's just it's the way of the show. It just the reality have of the backing. situation. Um, yeah. It is a little bit campy, um, but, it like, some of the, like, scenes are not campy. So I think that's also, like plays into like where I think a lot of people if they're kind of misled into like maybe thinking that they could watch this like especially because it is a series too so I feel like it just like it presents itself as being like a really tame horror when it's not that Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't want someone coming into this and kind of seeing some of the stuff like I'm not like spoiling anything but second episode happens there's a big thing that happens and I think a lot of people who do not like horror would be very traumatized by what happens. It's like a big thing that happens. So I just want to put that out there as like a safety caution trigger. Please don't come into it just thinking you're normal BL. It's just like, just like any other slasher, people are doing stuff. Like sex in slashers is like a thing. Like it's always a thing, you know? So like, it's not just some really nice little like, and then they're yeah. like having a fun time by the fire and drinking hot cocoa. <laughs> um, and then little bumps it, in the night. Ain't that kind of show. It is not that show. 
Um, but there's a lot of people on it. I am not a Thai uh, actor person, so I can't tell you if any, like, who the the people are. I know there's one specific person where people are like, oh no, I cannot have this person die. I cannot have this person die. So your faves are probably on it as well. So I like like it. I mean, like, I like horror and I like slasher. So I was kind of primed to like it. You watched you watched one episode, right, Natalia? Yeah, I I, I started it. Um, I haven't finished it sure. yet. Sure. Uh, but I, I watched yeah. one episode. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna. And then I watched one episode. Then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna wait for the rest <laughs> of the episode. Yes. Out, and then I'll watch the rest yeah. of them because it feels like a you know cohesive it does, unit. Yeah, it does kind of mm. go into each other. Um, yeah. But I was actually, like, really pleasantly surprised that it, it was as horror as it was. Because I really wasn't expecting that. I was kind of expecting mm-hmm. a little bit less. Which I don't know why I I was thinking that. Because usually it's high horror dramas. Or like, horror. Yeah. Are horror. But I was just, like, I think because maybe, like, the title of it is so cheesy. And, like, you could not have that title like, you could give the show a different title. Like, you really yeah. should. The Dead Friend Forever just kind of, like, it doesn't really make sense. And I would, I, I would like, think it's going to be more campy or bits of comedy because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's not really comedy in this at all. Yeah. Um, but I am definitely keeping up with it um, or keep on watching it. I've been kind of watching a lot of stuff for the podcast and then... Um, another thing that's on Asian dramas. Um, so I was kind of like behind on my watching, but now I'm like back up to it. And like, especially this week, I started really getting into the things that I had been watching. So I enjoy it, um, but definitely not for everyone. Yeah. Okay. So in like a fun sort of twist situation, the next show I'm talking about stars the same male lead as the Chinese show that Amanda was just talking about. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, which is uh, Chen Jingxin. Um, anyway, I'm watching the currently airing C-drama, My Boss, um, which is on Vicky. If you want to watch it, there's currently 21 episodes out. Uh, this is another one where I'm like, well, I've woken up. Now it's time for me to <laughs> sit back and take a <laughs> sip of the old tea and watch my new show. So the basic premise is... Uh, the main character um, is a woman uh, played by Zhang Ronan, who is a lawyer and she's working for like a real D bag. And then they're at like this client dinner where the client's getting all like sexist and gross. And she's like, this is bullshit. But meanwhile, she's overhearing a conversation happening behind her from this guy and a middle aged woman that sounds a bit more salacious than you would think where this woman's like i will pay you for your time to like like you know come shopping with me and all this so she's like man i can't believe this like male escort is out here like working his his wares at this so she dramatically quits her job because the this manager is getting like you know that's why do we hire women lawyers to like look pretty for clients she's like you know what (laughs) fuck you storms out of the restaurant one of the funniest scenes i've ever seen rips off her uh clip in bangs 
I was howling laughing. I was like, this is, in, this is incredible. And then she's like, I'm quitting and finding a new job. So she immediately gets hired at this like really prestigious law firm. And she's like, oh my God, this is so great. And she like, she's like, okay, I just got, I'm arriving at my new apartment. Like, it's so wonderful. But then when she gets to the apartment, the male escort that she met the other night is also going into her new apartment. And she's like, hold the phone. Turns out it was double rented to. Of course. By, and then she, they're like, okay. She's like, listen, we can be roommates, okay? We can be roommates. Listen, I'm not going to get into your business. You're not going to get into my business. It's going to be fine. He's like, I don't want a roommate. And she's like, well, fucking what are we going to do? <laughs> well, meanwhile, she's like, you know, I'm really concerned about you. I think you should choose a new line of work. Like, you know, if what you do is illegal. And, you know, and he's just sitting there like, uh, huh? So then she goes to work at her new job. And... Uh oh! Turns out he wasn't a male escort. He was a divorce lawyer who's the head partner at her new firm. Of course, I never would have expected And the woman that. offering to pay to hang out with him was his mother, who he never hangs out with because he's working. <laughs> so she's just mortified now but then you very quickly find yeah, out that's that... when you just leave your life yeah goodbye <laughs> just, goodbye you find out some like key information about these people one he has horrible insomnia and like is tired all the time and two his co-partner who owns this firm with him only hired her who's responsible for hiring only hired her because her sister, who is a much better lawyer than she is, was also his first love. And she he's trying to recruit the mm. sister, who he recently found out got divorced, mm. into their firm by, like, being friendly. So, like, the, the partner of the main dude. So, meanwhile, the main dude finds out that, like, she cooks late at night and she, like, sings to herself while she's doing it. And the sound of her singing puts him to sleep. Aww. So, yeah. So anyway, he's like, well, shit, like, this is like, but he doesn't want to, like, tell her this because, like, he's like, no, I can't, like. No, that's you know. creeptastic. I can't um, say that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. And also, like, listen, I don't, you know, I'm still her boss. Like, I got to keep it professional. Like, so, like, you know, the sea drama machinations of him being like, you need to make late night snacks tonight. And then him just, like, lying in bed, like, please start singing. What you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, like. There, there's another scene that this this was the scene that sold me on this show. The the ripping out the clip and bangs was the first one that I was like, okay, okay. But the second one, right after she starts working there, she's trying to like, you know, ingratiate herself into the office and make nice with people. So she makes a cup of coffee and brings it to his office and she puts it on his desk and then he launches into this huge speech about how like women and male lawyers are equal like just because you're a woman you don't have to do secretarial work you're a lawyer not a secretary you don't have to make me coffee like and she said <laughs> she's like well i was just trying to be nice but okay and then just like <laughs> takes the coffee back and starts drinking it herself and like leaves and he's just like Wait. <laughs> he realizes he screwed himself out of a coffee. Um, I the show is so much like I was really looking for a C drama that would just like really like 
give me the vibe that you're really looking for in a C drama. Mm -hmm. And this one is the vibe. If you nice. know the vibe, if you know, um, <laughs> she's very plucky and sweet. Um, he's Sundere to the absolute max, right? Right. But it's definitely it's not like a she fell first, he fell no no, he fell first and harder, and she's just That's just what makes it fun. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. He's also trying to get advice on, like, you know, an online forum, like, oh. not giving the people on the online forum, like, the full story. And so they're giving them terrible advice for the situation. <laughs> oh, Redditors. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, like, the, his co-partner is, like, really trying to riz up this divorced sister. But the divorced sister's ex-husband is... Boo! Boo! Thumbs down! He's, a, he's another lawyer who's, like, they're at their, like rival firm okay. he sucks like he's just a piece of shit um and so she's like but he's like stalking her too like he's like he initiated uh, the divorce but he's also like acting like she should come back to him but he's like remarried anyway he's like a, you know trash guy so anyway it's listen chef's <laughs> It's it delightful. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's 36 episodes, but they're currently airing. So, like, I every it's like Monday to Friday, you get one episode every day. Mm. They're like, you know, 40 minute episodes. Um, it's if that it's like if you're looking for that like real C drama rom com, it's just like <laughs> ooh, like you know, it's like ooh, that guy is so mean at the beginning. Ooh, she's so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has a heart of gold. Ooh, her mo his mom's really funny and is like trying to get them together because he doesn't date and she's desperate for a grandkid. Ooh, like oh, he fell first. Ooh, yeah, yeah like oh no, like <laughs> yeah. he fell first because cohabitation. Her voice is just sweet. Yeah, the cohabitation. Oh, it's got it all. <laughs> it's got it all. And then they're just going around doing divorces. It's real good fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm really enjoying. It. You've got like the whole like found family office family situation because there's like a team that works under him with like three other lawyers, and they're one of them's like convinced that he's like the the boss's favorite, but the boss has never indicated that he's <laughs> liked more than the rest of them at all. But you know, it's that sort of just goofy good time that you are looking for in a C drama. So that's on Vicky, and it's super good times that's my boss nice and now before we say goodbye the quick roundup of anything else we've been watching sky <laughs> take her away my quick roundup will be a little long probably but um okay. i watched and finished death's game so i watched the second half second season whatever you want to call it i can't tell you anything about it so this game I, I guess i will say the vibe of the first half of Death's Game and the vibe of the second half are kind of wildly different as far <laughs> as levels of horror elements and gore. Mm. So that definitely wasn't as much of a thing in the first half. Huge aspect of the second half. So I just want to warn accordingly yeah. for that. I thought it was really well done. I really enjoyed the show. 
Love it. Uh, Tell the Nine-Tailed watched and finished that whole thing for our We Don't Look episode. Um, talked about that already. Uh, so I watch, I'm currently watching the C-drama Derailment. It is on Vicky. Yes. And it is finished. I am not finished with it. I am only like up to episode seven, I think, on it. Um, it is... I didn't write... I think it might be a 40 episode or it's it's pretty long. Uh, it's... Um, as far as it's based on a novel by Priest, mm. known for like Guardian and things like that. Um, it is a time travel, not gay show um straight yeah, no. <laughs> uh, but you try enough it can be Listen, if you believe in yourself enough anything can be gay you know <laughs> sure if you really want to try that hard i'm just saying there's a male lead and a female lead good luck to you <laughs> but what i do want to say about it so far is uh the female lead character she starts off in in her first life that you see her in she like is a heiress type thing like a chable you know very wealthy successful like business lady and then she gets betrayed and stuff and so then she it looks like she's going to die but then she ends up getting sent to just kind of another life but it's still her body still her name but like everything else is different um and she knows nobody in this new life know anything. But what I like about both, like, so then then you're in that current character of she's kind of in this new life and stuff. She is really, really kind of authority because of her past life as like this heiress. She's kind of grumpy and kind of authoritative because she can be. Mm-hmm. And so now she's poor and doesn't have any money. But she still, like, doesn't let people get away with shit with her at all. And even though she's put into these really bad situations, she's still, like, not going to take it from people. And so that makes it, I think, a lot easier to watch despite the fact, you know, she's going through rough time. But, like, her her attitude really helps with that. Um, And so... I can't tell you a lot about it, but it's it's really cool. I'm really liking it so far. The time travel aspect, it's very mysterious. Like you can't really. It's like why did this happen? Like you don't know. She doesn't know what happened, and then the male lead, like he had a friend that kind of up and disappeared, and then come to find mm-hmm. out that's kind of like the link between them somehow. But like she, she doesn't understand. So even up until episode seven, they're finally kind of starting to be like figuring out that they both kind of know that. Um, but there's a lot still to unravel with it. So it's really fascinating. Like, I'm really liking it so far. Also, like, she gets a job in a salon, and that becomes, like, a big part of a lot of the episodes. Her figuring out how to shampoo hair. So what I did like, I have to say this one scene. Um, So she's really, she's really grumpy. And, she, and, of course, like, you know, she's having to be, like, janitorial work at this salon. She is not having a good time. She's not being successful because she's not... <laughs> You know, rubbing elbows with her co-workers because she's not good at that stuff at all. And anyway, so she she failed, like, trying to get promoted a bit to, like, officially be a trainee or whatever. And mm-hmm. so the main lead character, who's pretty Sundere, just saying, all of a sudden, come to find out he's, like, a part of the salon. Like, she didn't even know. And so he comes in, he's like, let me show you how to shampoo hair. And so he just, like, gives her quite the head massage. And you just see, like... 
<laughs> as she's laying there and he's doing that, you can see, first of all, like her stress melts away. Her grumpiness melts away. And then she's kind of like, oh, no, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I fell. And, and, then, and then he's drying her hair. And he's not, like, making any moves or anything. But, of course, the way the camera works, it's slow motion. It's oh, all goodness. the looks and all the glances. But, like, he's not making a move. But she's just like, oh, no. <laughs> um, so... It's really fun so far. I'm having a good time with it. Uh, I, I picked up another sea drama because, of course, I did. Uh, costume sea drama, A Journey to Love. I want to say it, it. It came out last year, I think. I think it mm. finished not not really that long ago. Honestly, it is forty episodes. Um, why did I pick it up? Because it's like. Ass again, assassin. When you say the word assassin, I'm there. Like, it, it's gonna happen. Um, so, the female lead, it's like, oh, she's an assassin. And then the male lead is a part of this. It's like, essentially, a establishment of an organization of spy stuff. Mm. And they're kind of on opposite sides of this. These fictional nations. Um, and even the, like, spy establishment, you have six different, like, kind of job occupations within that, and they all have cool names. Uh, I've even seen some of the uh, promotional stuff about this. They tried to... There's all these guy characters that are in all these job... Different job... Spy job occupation things. And they tried to make it kind of look like boy band stuff. Like, so they'd be dressed in these costumes, but then they'd be, like, modeling a certain way with this, like, modern music. Very, very mm. funny. Cracked me up. Also, the cast did a photo shoot for a rock magazine. So there's a really cool photo shoot nice. that they all did for modern stuff. Uh, so, like, I already had seen all that. And so I, it was always on my radar. And I follow somebody on Twitter that's, like, a stan of this dude. So I was like, okay, I'm going to cave. And sure enough, it is so fun. I've watched four episodes and it doesn't, like, have a slow build. It's very much like, oh, you want to see her be an assassin? Here, she's being an assassin. There you go. Nice. And, mm -hmm. oh, what's this guy doing? Well, it really cracked me up because there was a... It shows this big battle because of... Big battle. Mm -hmm. And they don't really tell you straight up, like, what his main job is later. But they lead you to believe he was a military cook. A military chef. But I misread it. I just want to fess up to that. It was pretty funny. Because I was like, this on this battlefield littered with dead bodies and there's this this main guy and then this other guy that finds him and you know the other guy is trying to bring him back like no come back because like you can't desert like this whole and he's like i have put forth so many years of my life i'm done like i am quitting i don't want to do this anymore tell them i'm dead i am like not going to do this anymore and I noticed, I was like, he has a huge walk on his back. Like, what is, like, why is he carrying around this <laughs> obviously heavy bowl thing? Like, what is going on? And it just, and they only said okay. a couple times, I'm like, I was like, military chief. Military chief. No, I misread it. Military chef. He was oh, the military okay. chef. Chef. Suddenly yeah. the walk makes a lot of sense. Yes. So then, then it shows him, like dramatically dragging the walk through the desert in order to <laughs> it's just really funny anyway come to find out he's actually like a really well-known intelligence spy guy mm -hmm. and really good at martial arts 
wants to be done with it because he's been injured so much. He's like, he's like, I, I've given my life to this. It sucks. I'm really done with this court stuff. It's awful. I don't want to do it anymore. But things happen. It's great. I'm really enjoying it. I'm sure I will talk more about it some other time. Mm-hmm. Captivating the King. Mm. I started that. So it's a K-drama. It's on Netflix. Two episodes are out so far. Watched both. They are longer episodes. Just heads up for that. Yeah. Tonally, it is going to... It's right there with, like, my dearest, in my opinion, so far. Mm. Not as much dying yet. So, yeah. uh... But it's kind of set... <laughs> it's, it's set in that time period, though. Like, the Ming... And the Qing, like, that, whenever China was having two groups, like, really fight over it, and then it really affected Korea, and they Mm. took over Korea, and it was this whole thing, Mm. that's what's going on in the drama, so, like, time period-wise. And, um, so, the main guy character, he is the Grand Prince, so, notice, not Crown Prince, Grand Prince. And he, because he's the brother of the king, and he, mm-hmm. he has to go. He gets forced to go be at whatever China in charge. So he had to go like be an envoy because they forced be a hostage essentially. But since he wanted to really work hard to save all of the, all of his essentially enslaved people, all the enslaved Korean people there, like he he tried to ingratiate himself with the people Mm -hmm. in charge to try to save his people, but he didn't ever betray his country or anything. Very upright character. So great. Like, and they don't even show all that much. Like this is all very short. Like that was like the introduction of him. So he comes back during that time. He learned how to play Baduk. And so then he, he comes back and he figures out the King has kind of been turned. His brother has been turned against him to like, think that now he's a traitor and stuff. He's like, great. So like, I guess I'm going to pretend to be just, like, not caring and go, like, womanize and stuff, quote-unquote. But really, he's not like that. But he's trying to just survive by pretending to be like that. And, um, anyway, runs into the female lead who is dressed as a guy because she is this amazing Baduk player. And she just, she makes people bet, like, even to play with anybody, she makes them bet stuff. So she can earn a lot of money to send mm-hmm. to free more of their people. Like, that is her thing. Wow. And her dad has always known about this grand prince being a really good guy. And so she knows, she also knows he's a really great good Baduk player. So, like, if I could ever meet him, I really want to, like, play against him because he sounds like this great guy. Even though, like, everyone has kind of been poisoned against, like, popular opinion is against this prince now. But she's like, no. And so she's, like, all dressed up like a guy. And she's, like, arguing, like no like he's great yada yada and you know he's essentially behind her just like welling up with tears like somebody loves me still and then from then on i was like i am sold because they become they have this they have this whole word of like different class friends so like he is he's he says that they're friends and stuff i'm like oh no like and then they play baduk together and it's sweet so great love it so if you like Saguk, go forth. Uh, Nightflower. Love it. I'm watching on Kokowa. Uh It's up to episode four. I've watched nearly that. I'm kind of catching up a little. But really having a good time. It is on the comedy 
side of mm. things if you don't prefer the comedy Seiguk. Uh But Honey Lee, like, doing her thing of... Love her. She's a widow mm. who... Her husband died the morning before their wedding. Oh. oh. And it's been 12 years and pretty much women are not allowed... Widows are not allowed to even go out of the house. And so, so it's stupid. like... And so she was from a military family, and her parents had died, and her older brother taught her already how to fight and stuff. And so she's just this really athletic person who, like, is locked in her house and has to just be at the shrine all the time. So what does she do? She pretty much goes and becomes Robin Hood at night to go, like, help people and beat up really awful dudes. Because, like, what else are you going to do? Um... But, oh, no, there's a new, like, essentially police captain type guy that shows up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And they, like, meet when he's trying to, like, bust a gambling ring type situation. And she shows up because she's trying to find this deadbeat dad who was, like, about to give the deed of his house or something. And, like, she's trying to beat him up and tell him not do that. Anyway, they these two people fight together. Oh no, like he figures out pretty <laughs> no. quick that's a woman, that is not a dude. Like, what's with that? Oh no. Um, oh no, he's really smart, and so of course he's gonna figure that out really fast who she is. So that's that's it. I mean, but it's really fun because but it's interesting to see a little bit of the cultural aspects of the restrictions of women at the yeah. time. Mm -hmm. I mean, so even in these comedic type shows. Showing that, like, no, if you were... Because it, it always talks about the belief system of the time was very chaste women have to act a certain way. So even if your husband died, mm. you cannot even hand a man an apple because what if your fingers touch? Like, just these... Such restrictions on it. <laughs> and so the show will always, like, really emphasize something like that. And it'll always be, like, either before or after a scene where she very much has hand-to-hand -hand combat with a dude. And, like, he's holding her or something. It's it's just really funny. Yeah. Um. So, really fun. I'm enjoying that because the people in there are great. Um, those are my main ones. I also watched some movies. Watched Heartbreak Library. Watched Recipe and watched Dream. We did that for the... Movie night. Movie night that Movie we had. Not. And not. I really enjoyed it because it was soccer. Like, I had a really good time with it. Um, So, sorry, that was mine. That was my long thing. Amanda. <laughs> um, I'm still watching We Go Fast on Trust, which is a very enjoyable sea drama that has a name that actually kind of, I mean, it's about racing. They go fast on trust because instead of love, you know, as you tend to expect in a C-drama rom-com. Um, and they talk about trust a lot about mm. how he trusts her to keep him safe in his car. And because she's an engineer and everything he's, and before he even knows she's an engineer, he trusts her judgment because she speaks up in a couple of situations and he's like, no, no, I want to hear what she has to say. So she's kind of saved his bacon a couple of times. And he, so now he's like, sold come work for me be my engineer kind of thing and she's got trauma so she's not it's a whole thing but she's learning to trust him and he already trusts her and it's very good and it's it's just very very enjoyable so it, i love i love a comp a competent 
female lead. I love a guy who has a competency kit kink about, you know, loves that she knows what she's doing. So I'm really enjoying that still. I'm going slowly, but I am enjoying it quite a bit. Um, as I said, I'm in my anime era. Uh, I'm watching solo leveling with my son. That's like three episodes in. It's, I mean, it's very um, gory to some extent, uh, which we knew because we read the book already. We we knew. We know what's coming. We know. We're like, I was like, at one point, I'm like, wow, you know, this dungeon hasn't actually been nearly as like gory as I remember it in the book. And then like the guy got <laughs> decapitated and his body slid down the wall. And You're like, like, oh, no, oh that is. Wait, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Never mind. So it feels like it's going much quicker um, than the book did. Like, we were sort of all of a sudden here we are on another dungeon. I was like, Ooh, okay. That I felt like that was probably about 20 chapters in the book and we did it in two episodes. So that, you know, that's good. Apparently there's only going to be 12 episodes to this season. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I was nervous about it because I had heard that cause I was curious um, in the book, a main plot line is that, basically Japan is going to use this whole dungeon, you know, monster fighting system in order to take over Korea again. And so I was like, when you're making a Japanese anime, like, do you make yourself the bad guy? And apparently a lot of people in Japan, the translation in Japan has different names for all the characters it's set in japan instead of korea and <laughs> the the evil japanese is just like this make-believe island off you know the coast kind of thing <laughs> so i people were like oh that's probably what we're getting but they all have korean names and they're you know so i don't know where, where we're going with it but it's it's good i'm enjoying it it's I know the story. I know where, and so far it's telling me the story. My son's enjoying it. So that works well. I also started watching a sign of affection, which I read the first book in this series. Um, and now I'm watching the series. Three episodes are out on that one as well. It is a story about Yuki. She is deaf. She's in college. She's been, um, not homeschooled, but she was in a small school for the deaf where there was like only four kids her age, like, you know, so there was like two boys and two girls. So she had a best friend who was her best friend because that, that was her option. You, got, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So um, now she's at college and she gets to make friends and she gets to, you know, like it's a little bit of a different experience for her. It's so much bigger. The world is so much bigger and brighter and, you know, and she's not scared. She's just curious about everything and everyone in it. And you sort of start off with she's on the train and this guy, a foreigner, starts asking her questions. And she's like, I don't know what how to say. I can't hear him. I don't know what he's saying. And this tall, handsome, silver haired boy walks over and. You know, I love those silver haired anime boys. Oh, those silver, so good. Those silver, those <laughs> silver haired, pink haired, blue haired, yeah. definitely not the main protagonist of an anime boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's, uh, 
there is a friend of hers from childhood. I think it's her her school best friend's little brother who or like their friends and he learns he learned sign language so that he could, you know, because his sister's deaf and stuff. And he teases her a lot. But he talks to her, right? Because he can, because mm-hmm. he can, mm-hmm. and stuff. And then you see him watching, and you're like, "Sweetie, you have brown hair, and the other boy is taller and has silver hair." I think we know <laughs> where this crying. is going. Like, <laughs> I may be new, but I'm not that. You will dream you're having here, but I got, I got <laughs> yeah. news, friends. No, so, it's very cute. He, silver-haired boy, travels a lot. He is very into languages. He speaks like four languages fluently and a smattering of a couple more. And he loves to travel and experience new cultures and everything. And when he meets her, he sort of, something clicks in his brain and he realizes that even though she's Japanese, she's speaking a different language than he is. Mm -hmm. And that her life is, even though she's been raised in Japan, her life is completely different than his. She has a different culture. And so he's like, huh, I can explore culture and language at home. And he's, so he's fascinated by her, but she's also just super cute. Like his cousin, like he works in a a cafe bar with his cousin, who's the owner and Yuki's best friend is into like, so she's like, okay, we're going to go in, but you cannot be too nice to the cousin. Like you stick with your silver haired boy because you are too cute <laughs> for me to compete with. So like, just stay over there. So it's very, she's very, very sweet and very, just very sweet. And he's very nice and it's just so soft and very pretty. And so I'm enjoying that as well. And I've seen clips floating around and it looks pretty darn cute. It's it's very the book has a lot of like author notes and stuff in it. So mm-hmm. there's apparently two different kinds of Japanese sign language. I can't remember the names for the two, but like one is essentially a word for word translation and the other is more like idioms and sort of like phraseology and type things. So uh I think the one that's being used in the book and the series is the word for word one. And so each sort of chapter has a different name and, and stuff. So it's very well, I read good things about that. They do the signs and stuff very well. So people, deaf people who are watching can like pick out the signs. So that's cool. That's it for me. Okay. Um, so I've been watching some stuff, not a lot of stuff, uh, but in completed land, I finished the J drama silent, which is very nice to follow up from what Amanda just, um, talked about. Uh, it's basically a boy and a girl who are high school, a couple in high school, very sweet. He starts to, um, find out he has a, some sort of disease and he's losing his hearing. Um, and he withdraws from everyone so that they don't know that he has lost his hearing and it's like 10 years later and they happen to see each other and kind of reconnect and it's a really beautiful drama about just like connection and uh being deaf in this 
era and like just like the different things that happen and the different relationships and also the, the there's like it touches on a lot of a lot of different things um but it does touch on the like difference between someone who was hearing became deaf versus someone who was deaf and is still deaf and like there's like there's a lot of like intricacies and like different relationships and that the drama explores not just only because of that but because of like the friendships and the love relationships and the romance and the family relationships and that sort of thing it's a really great drama i mean everybody's saying it's praises when it came out and i'm here to say it's also really great it was on vicky um I rewatched happiness for our episode. Uh, half of it, I was drunk on wine and it was fantastic drunk too. So, you know, listen to that episode. It's fantastic perfect. drunk or sober, it is really. Perfect. It's a great drama. Yeah, I mean, we, we all know that we love the drama. Um, I watched the, the J drama. She loves to cook. She loves to eat, which is so sweet. It's so good. Mm. Um, I know that the second season was supposed to air this month, I think. Yeah, I think it's coming out some um, I haven't, like, heard if it's come out or not, um, but that's kind of the reason why it pushed me to watch it. It's a little drama um, about a woman who it likes to cook. I mean, li- literally, like, title-wise. Um, but she likes to cook, and she's alone, and she's constantly getting pressured by like her mom and stuff about like relationships and stuff. And she finds one of her neighbors who is always kind of eating out a lot and she's like larger. Um, and she's, she, they form a friendship at first, uh, where she's like, Hey, I really like to cook and I want to cook for people and not just like post pictures of this. Will you please like, I will make whatever you want. Just please, just, like, I want to enjoy this yeah. with someone. And so they end up having this, like, really beautiful friendship that turns into more. Um, and there's a lot of, like, talk about just finding yourself and finding your sexuality. And, like, you know, being, like, I'm not going to, like, let mm. society think I'm weird from this. Because I really enjoy, like, being with this person. And that's not a bad thing to, like, be in love with this person. So. Yeah. It's very sweet, very, it's like short, um, but it's just like, it's a very sweet drama and she makes a lot of good food. So like, there's also that. Um, And then finally in Completed Land, I finally completed Missing Nine. Um, (laughs) If you want to know my thoughts about Missing Nine, uh, you're going to have to become a patron. (laughs) Because uh, Italian and I um, spent a little time um, talking about the what the fuck that is the end of that show. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, That's, that'll be up later. I've already talked about it. It's about a plane crash with people. Things happen. It's a thriller. Um, yeah, it's a show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it happened. It you happened. watched it. Um, Part of, like, my list of things that I'm trying to get back into, like, watching. Because I have a list of, like, all the dramas that I really wanted to watch that kind of sideline. One of them is the live-action Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, I am almost done with it. I started at the beginning of this week. Um, It's very short uh, on Netflix. Um, It has everyone in it. So it was, like, very fun to watch and, like, constantly, like, um, see uh, actors 
that I liked. I mean, already the main lead is the kit that I uh, got into like last year and before that, maybe it was like last year, but beginning of last year, he was in um, On a Starry Night. Mm -hmm. um, he plays the main. Um, but if you like uh, shows like Cherry Magic or Kimiwa Petto, you will see people you like in this drama. <laughs> um, I have, like, I watched, like, a couple of episodes of the anime, but, like, that was High School Jesse. Um, so, like, I don't remember Back anything. Back in the day. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, I don't know how well it's being perceived as if you were a fan of the general mm -hmm. thing. Essentially, he, the kid um through a selfless act of saving a kid a little like a little child from death dies and the underworld is like oh what do we do with you because you did a really good thing when you were t to make yourself die um so oh, i guess we'll just make you like a you know a person who goes around and kills demons so here you go because the demons are starting to come back into the uh, real world um the underworld has like started doing barriers but like they're starting to come back into the real world and kind of just goes and finds the demons and takes them out before they can take away like mostly kids but they go after a bunch of different things um i guess kind of it's got an uncanny counter vibe except uncanny counter came well after it so it is you yeah. know it's like uncounted counter has you Hakusha's uh, vibe. <laughs> um, but I enjoy it. It's like, it's really short and um, short episodes. Uh, I am watching a J-drama that is currently airing. I think maybe tomorrow is the second episode. It's called The Gift of Your Heart. Um, it is about a um, girl who like, hmm, how do I describe this without like, spoiling the premise of it essentially it's like a fantasy thing where she ha comes to an ultimatum um to save someone who is passed away she has to give up her senses um so it's got that kind of vibe to it um and it's the person that she's starting to fall for um i also started the j drama i will be your bloom which i think sky watched right yes uh, on yes. netflix currently um it is just about a girl who is a teacher and then she leaves teaching and then she ends up becoming the house mom to an idol group that's like failing. Like they pretty much only have like six months before their contract is going to take out. So she does like all the cooking and the cleaning and that sort of thing. And it's very much a like, we will get through this together and I'm heartwarming. Um, but it also, <laughs> the big thing is that it stars the girl from Vampire Heaven which had squarely led Jesse into she is now just going to be focusing on J dramas with the two leads from Vampire Heaven. That's just like how it works. <laughs> We're already here this now. This how it goes. And sometimes. so this is how it goes, both of them baby. have a lot of credit. So um, next month might be just their stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't finished My Demon, but I'm still uh, cranking that out. I haven't finished Tale of the Nine Tailed. 1938, but I have watched a couple of episodes since our uh, Edong Wook um, episode. And the last thing is a drama that I'm not continuing and I only made it 20 minutes in. But I have to tell you that I did watch the graphic design is my passion and wolves are my subject 
drama, J drama, Mar. <laughs> um, I don't like it at all. It's terrible. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. Say um, less. Say less. I mean, like, I think like young kids probably will like it. It's essentially about a boy who's like very charismatic and comes to the school and wants to like lead the kids to revolution essentially of like all the teachers <laughs> i mean it 20 minutes in and i was like uh, 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 uh okay now now i will say in a world where you didn't have access to near as many j dramas as you now have would you have continued no you still wouldn't no. okay. um oh, yeah it's it's really campy and she's it's it's got the level like I I know that it's not for me is like the big thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's not for anybody who's close to my age type thing. Like the, it's got the level of like campiness and cheesiness as you would have like a Power Ranger. Like so like things that you were supposed to watch when you're like adolescence, yeah. even though it's like stars high school kids and there's like a little bit mm-hmm. of like fighting going on. I mean like it's just the way it is. But it does start out with someone running and a wolf mascot like outfit so oh, it does lean into a wolf the in there wolf. somewhere and like <laughs> it does talk about the wolves um but it's not as cool as the posters that like do the animorphs <laughs> wolf thing oh cool cool <laughs> in air quotes those are some cool it's some it's sick don't make it like into bro. a fantasy and it's not a fantasy at all it's kind of just yeah, like a, fair enough you know kid you know, going about and being like, we will take down the powers of the adult world. And I'm very bubbly and I'm like cool. And I always have my phone out because I'm always live streaming and all, you know, like what if, what's the, what's the like, uh, like male equivalent of like, um, oh, the, uh, manic pixie dream girl, but like in male, like, you know, that like, he's just like, oh. he jumped off the building so he could land in the garbage truck, but like, is below, he's the rebel, yeah. but he's like, cool. And you know, like, I'm not, this is not, I am not, I'm just too old. <laughs> this is yeah. little, just too old for this. I know it. I'm, I'm glad that Vicky picked it up for you, youngins. You, you have fun yeah. with this. Um, the kid is like fairly Ain't known. My thing. He he was in that um oh what's the title of the show the J drama the Kindachi series where he's like a little detective mm-hmm. like a murder she wrote vibe to it that's on Hulu right now and probably Disney Plus um so if you know him he's like in a bunch of stuff he's like for that like age level I think like everybody loves him I mean he's doing well in his role it's just you know. I'm, I'm just too old and that's fine it is fine to be that way but i had to check it out as soon as i saw just that new and upcoming uh, like it just showed it it was like mars upcoming and i was like the temptation oh my gosh, we temptation. have to at least attempt this because we talk so much about the posters during what we're at the live the stream, live stream we were laughing the so hard about those posters. oh my gosh i was like it's just like fate how does it happen that like Vicky actually picks up that, you know, for us to watch? Maybe they sure. listen to us. Can you listen Maybe. to us for other things? <laughs> like the the pudding girl, like yeah. show. Yeah. The yogurt. Get us the one? yogurt show. Get us the yogurt show. <laughs> yeah, Vicky. Come on. We want the yogurt show. <laughs> but I think that's it. I I watched a lot of things that I like, pieced out of too, but. Mars was the one that I just had to talk about because of wolves. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Put a wolf on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first thing the first thing on my list, there's a little bit of a story as to why I started watching it. I was on Reddit. And I saw a post. I'm not going to call out who made the post or what subreddit it's on. If anyone cares, you can probably find it. Where someone had posted a picture of the poster of this show. And then was lamenting how they don't like this new thing that they they coined a height gap. Where the male leads are significantly taller than like the female leads. And they were making it sound. Yeah, no, no, no. They were making it sound like this was like some inappropriate like age gap thing. And I was reading this post. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I was like, well, now I have to go watch it. And I'm so glad I did. So I started watching the C <laughs> drama Golden House Hidden Love on Aichiyi, um, which is about this wedding dress designer. Like she's like a jewelry designer who works for like a wedding dress design company or something. And she like goes, she just bought this house because the house was kind of cheap. And there's this whole backstory about like this. She's on a terrible date. That she was set up with with this dude who's just like telling her she's going nowhere in life and she's renting and she's a loser so she's like well you know fuck you and she buys this house turns out there's like this this dude living in the house that's like a mystical thousand year old being who can walk through walls but also like does house repair and design in his <laughs> spare time i don't know All right. but what's what what sold me on the show was this one scene in the first episode whereupon she's like running away like no get out of my house she's running away from him and then this for some reason a meteor is coming towards earth and is gonna like kill her and he flies up in the air and like uses his mystical powers to like stop the meteor and then the meteor explodes and it blows his shirt clean off (laughs) just just split in half shirt blown clean off and then he falls dramatically to the ground and then she just he's lying in the garden like covered in dirt and she just takes a coat and like lays it over him and i was like say less so there's like six episodes out as of when we're recording this and it's like on IT, if you're like a VIP, it's like six episodes every Friday, and for everyone else, it's like two episodes every Friday. I don't listen. I don't. I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> um, I'm also watching Marry My Husband. Obviously, we're talking about it. Um, I watched uh, the six episode J drama One Room Angel, hmm. which was very odd. It's on Gagaulala, um, and it's about this guy who's like kind of. Everyone assumes he's a bad guy because he kind of looks like a bad guy. He's actually played by the rival of the main dude from Yu Yu Hashiko. Mm. So, like, he has sort of a bad dude yeah. look to him. And he's, like, working, like, this dead-end job uh, at, a, like, a convenience store. And these two guys come in and are, like, being assholes. And he's just like, whatever, dude. Like, And he's, like, very clearly severely depressed and he goes outside and then these two guys attack him and he beats the shit out of them but then one of them stabs him and he's like lying there dying and then he sees a vision of an angel descending to earth towards him um i'm not gonna say who this angel is because that gives up a big plot later on but then he when he gets out of the hospital because he 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 lives bitch um he goes (laughs) home to his like really shitty one room moldering apartment and the angel's just sitting there like hey i live here now we're 
and your emotions affect me on a visceral level, so you gotta stop being depressed. <laughs> um, and it's it's kind of a sad but cute show. Um, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's only six episodes. Got to go that pretty pretty easy. I'm still watching Last Twilight. Last episode airs the, tomorrow yeah. of, of this recording. Ooh, I have thing. to get we caught up. Yeah, we uh, we had the you know the episode eleven dark turn. You know, so we're <laughs> you know, it's, but it's yeah. good. Still watching Pip Babe. Oh, big big wild episode last week. Um. Were there suppressive failures? Is that no, no, there was no suppressive <laughs> failure, but there was some dramatic, dramatic dark turnerage. Um, it's it's as ridiculous as it was the entire time I've been watching it, and it continues. Uh, Pavel's just like, you know, jawlining across the across the screen as best he can. Like it's 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 fun. It's a fun, stupid show. Lots of car car chases. Uh, middle-aged evil dude. Good times. Good times. Um, I just started one called Intern in My Heart, on which is on WeTV, um, which is about an evil designer boss, sort of like, you know, evil lady designer who's really mean. But then this new intern's here, but the intern has a magical power after an accident when he was a kid, where when he touches people, it hurts him, but he can also, like, see parts of their past. But when he touches her, it doesn't hurt. And so, obviously, I, listen, I'm not that far in, but I'm assuming, obviously, some romance will be coming from that. Um, finally, I am definitely legally watching Cherry Magic Thailand. Um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. On that, I'm, that's, you know, no nothing to say there. Uh, very fun. It's a, I, I actually quite like it as it's very, it's a different vibe because it's made in a so it's not like a shot for shot remake mm-hmm. like it actually has like they put different vibes to it mm-hmm. to make it more like you know sort of a Thai show vibe it's quite, I like I'm enjoying it quite a bit uh, and then finally I'm also watching Cooking Crush on YouTube um, it is silly and cute and if you like off gun so pairing the actors off and gun and you think they're cute together and you like seeing them spooch and be cute and flirt well, that's most of this show, uh, which is Perfect. about a guy in culinary school who uh, is forcibly befriended by a guy in med school who wants him to teach him to cook. Um, and adorableness continues <laughs> from that. Uh, but yeah, it's basically, well, it's not it, but like, that's, that's it. That's it. Anyway, uh, so that... That was it. So thank you for listening to us. We hope that you come back and listen to us next week. Uh, we got another sick episode coming out, I'm sure. Um, anyway, we hope you had a good time listening to us. You can find us wherever podcasts can be found. And also in video mm-hmm. and on YouTube and Technicolor. Uh, and you can also go to our website, certifiednunas.com, to find all of the links and time codes and everything for what we're talking about. And if you would like to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified Nunas to join the fan family. You get extra little mini episodes. Like Missing Nine. (laughs) Missing Nine mini episode. Uh, And you get, you know, it's good times. It's good times that we love. We love our fan family. They're great. Um, 
And yeah, that's about it. So we hope you have a great week. And as always, remember, wash your hands, wear a mask, and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. 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 Bye.